Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm great. God, Burton Cummings has a great voice. Is that song, every single time you play it, it just makes me feel like I want to tackle the day, doesn't it? Yeah, no, the voice just so suits the song so much. It just soars just like the theme of the song. It really does. All right, well, now we got to talk about politics, which is not as great as a Burton Cummings song. <laughs> but there is something to talk about today, this whole provincial permitting issue that the Premier announced yesterday. Yeah, so the Premier comes out with another announcement, and he's uh, keeping a pretty good pace on this, and he agrees that the provincial government is a big obstacle to getting housing permits approved, and he announces his solution to that, which is another 200 public servants and a one-stop window for permitting. So, again, I do not question his intentions on this. I think he's right. There's a problem. I'm skeptical about how quickly, however, the Premier's solution will actually expedite permit approvals. Okay, why are you skeptical? The government, I've been covering the government a long time, I've heard governments here announce one-stop shopping for permit approvals before, and here's what happens. The, there's a counter, there's one place you submit the application, but... The permit still has to go through every affected ministry because that's the way the laws and the bureaucratic procedures in the province are written. So environment has to sign off and municipal affairs has to sign off and transportation because there may be a road and housing and so forth. So the, the permit comes into one place. It then makes all the rounds of all the other ministries, all the silos, in fact, uh, one of the ministers yesterday agreed. He said the complaint we've heard from the business community in the past is, yeah, you created a front counter, and then you just threw a great big blanket over all the silos. The silos are still there. So that's why this is going to take a lot more than one announcement. And when we talked to the premier and his ministers yesterday, they pretty much admitted it. It's going to take a long time to restructure government and permitting processes to actually expedite things. So EB says, Simi, that the goal is to go from it taking years to get a permit approved to months, but it's going to take some time to get there, and it not clear that that's all going to get done in the next 18 months, which is when the premier says he'll be judged because there'll be another election. Oh, that's interesting too. Okay. My other question though was, is so what is this? So this prevents like, say me from having to take my permit application to all these different places. They will push it through all those places. That that's where the hope is, Simi, is that uh, you got a housing project. uh, You want it, you know, 1,500 units or whatever it is, uh, you go to this one place in government, this one office, and there's a group of public servants, including all these new bureaucrats that they're going to hire, including 42 that they're going to hire right away, and they'll take that permit and they'll walk it around to all the ministries and they'll lean on all the ministries and the premier's office will lean on all the ministries to simultaneously approve everything. That's the concept. And the other promise they held out yesterday is there's an existing backlog of housing permits in government already. 
BC Housing is waiting for its own government to approve some of its projects. So there's about 1,200 of those. And they're going to set up a team right away that is going to go over those 1,200 and say, there's three or four dozen here that are big, that are ready to go, and we're going to expedite approval of those. So the idea is that the immediate action, Simi, will come from clearing the backlog and getting the backlog cleared and projects approved so they'll have something to announce while, meanwhile, government is restructuring itself to end the siloing problem. So on that one, uh, okay, uh, give it a try. I mean, we're so far behind on addressing the housing shortage in British Columbia that you have to say you got to give a lot of this stuff a try and see what actually works. Okay, that's going to be interesting then, too. So this will make a big difference if they can just get some of those yep. up and running for BC Housing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, <laughs> it's, Theoretically. It, I, it probably won't surprise the listener that the government's own housing agency, BC Housing, is having trouble getting the government to approve permits for its own projects. Um, that's what the municipalities said, too, when they were blamed by EB for being the obstacle. You had mayors coming forward and saying, I remember the mayor of Burnaby said, hey, we've got 1,200 units of housing ready to go. We've approved them. The holdup is the provincial government. So, you know, again, it needs to happen. I think there's an open question as to how quickly it can happen, but there's no question that EB's on the right track here. I just wonder if he's going to be able to show a lot of results over 18 months, which is his time frame, and results that people can actually see, which is how he is saying people should judge his government. Okay, interesting. So also the other interesting comment in there was the judge and public can see over the next 18 months. Yeah, yeah. And so... The next election is uh, on the schedule. It is October of 2024, and if you're calling an election, you're going to call it in September. So this is the premier's time frame. I still think he's going to look at an earlier election than that, maybe this spring, maybe this fall, maybe next spring. But he's the one who says, no, the time frame for all this stuff is 18 months. You know, you've had a change of government here because EB's approach on some things is very different from Horgan. But when you get a change of government in an election, you get, well, you get four, four years, right? But EB has got 18 months, so the pressure is really on him to show results, and he's acknowledged that. He says people are going to have to see results, not just talk, not just targets, not just promises, but actual results. And the result on the housing file, he says, is that the approvals should be reduced from years to a matter of months. So we'll see. We will see. Also, let's talk about the visit to Prince George today. Yeah, the Premier's going to Prince George today. He, uh, Prince George has a natural resource forum every year, and the Premier is addressing the forum today. I think it's pretty obvious what the one thing that people in Prince George are going to want to hear is what's he going to do about the pending closure announced last week of pulp production at the local Canfor mill. That means 300 jobs. The company Canfor is saying... Uh, it's a shortage of economically viable feedstock for a pulp mill. So that's waste wood, that's uh, 
sawdust that's uh, you know we don't grind up old growth trees to put them in mills we're not supposed to anyway so that's what the company is saying and i think people there are looking for answers i see that a local group has organized a protest to mark the premier's visit i don't know what eb's going to say uh, he he he's talked about uh, <laughs> getting more value out of existing wood in the system. Value added. Simi, politicians have been talking about value added production in BC since I started this job 40 years ago. So mark me down as a skeptic on that one as well. In order to get value added production, and the pulp and paper industry has a proposal to produce more paper and packaging and all that, the government has got to improve the investment climate and show the companies that the actual wood will be available or they will continue to do what they've been doing for the last few years, which is investing their money somewhere else. Right. Now, he did say there was more coming on this. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he did say that. Uh, and look, I mean, again, uh, he's, he's aware of the problems he's facing. He's aware of the unfinished work that he inherited from his predecessor and I think EB has shown so far that he is willing to look at new solutions to problems. So, again, give him credit on that. And, you know, he's accepted that the public is going to judge him on actual results. I think in Prince George, the need for a solution that is workable is more urgent. So he's going to have to do more today than say, hey, we need more value-added production. He's got to show how British Columbia is going to get there. It's interesting, the focus on the North too, right? Like, so yep. Prince George, um, the Attorney General, Nikki Sharma, was, I believe, in Dawson Creek a couple yes. of days ago as well? Yeah, it is. And, you know, uh, the big change, one of the big changes in BC politics is that not so long ago, uh, Prince George had some very large uh, workforces in the unionized wood production industry, and uh, those communities regularly elected new Democrats. They're now represented in the legislature by the B.C. Liberals. And there's a skepticism out there, Simi, that, you know, maybe the New Democrats don't really care about those communities all that much because urban voters don't care very much about the forest industry. So uh, there's a lot of skeptics in Prince George, too, and it'll be interesting to see what E.B. says. Uh, we're going to get that in a live feed at 1.30 this afternoon, and I think a lot of people will be listening. I think so, too. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.